Also, uh, I don't know what you were researching on Fight Boys this week, but your boy had to do a little bit of fucking sound editing on that one. I'll say, hold on now. Blake is tap dancing. (laughs) I was playing Minecraft. (laughs) You piece of shit. (laughs) I forgot. Honestly, I forgot that I was playing Minecraft half the time because it's just such a mindless thing. I was exploring a mineshaft. Also, I've been playing Minecraft on a server. That my friends have set up. <laughs> well, I don't know what how fucking intense this was, because apparently you're really into the game. Because it was like, oh yeah, yeah, I really do think Kevin Owens is gonna be good on Raw this week. Okay, let me just close the Minecraft. <laughs> Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time, it's time, it's time for a load. I'm talking about a load, a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet, featuring the two best damn man of all time, and I'm talking about he, the B to the L-A-K-E, that's right, it's Blake Tanner! And the dragon man, he's the S, Scotty Moore. Hold on, what? The dragon man. You went to the dragon. You became a dragon. I'm more of a unicorn boy than a dragon, but... Yeah, but you went to the dragon con, and when you go to dragon con, you have to become a dragon. I did go to the dragon con. And like a fucking G, Salty Frank comes on as soon as we start the show. (laughs) Salty Frank was ready. He was waiting in the wings, and he was like, I'm here now. You can start doing BS. Can Frank just be our producer so we get to refer to him like other podcasts that have producers? I think he has to actually like be here to nah. run run OBS for us. Nah. I well, I mean, I don't like the idea that we have like traditional name. Like, I don't refer to myself as like the CEO of the BS Network. I much prefer the term head honcho. Uh, you are my lieutenant, and then Salty Frank is the first mate. I ain't no lieutenant, bitch. Hold on. Well, Captain, I don't want to have, we can't do Captain, because we've already got Captain Tibbs. Well, no, 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 no. hold up here. Okay, this is why we we do, we do army style. That's why I'm Commander Blake. Commander Blake! I'm the commander of the BS. Yeah, but I really like this pirate thing we got going on. We're pirate radio. (laughs) I don't know, I, I don't know if lieutenant was a widely used pirate term, though. Like, it's... (laughs) <laughs> you don't know? You don't remember Lieutenant Jack Sparrow? <laughs> Everyone's favorite pirate boy? Listen, I'm Blake Tanner, the buccaneer of the BS. The buccaneer. Well, Captain Tibbs could be like the official captain. What's above a captain? Admiral. that would be Admiral. So we're both the admirals. Admiral, co-admiral of the BS network are... First Captain, Captain Tibbs. Now, Scotty, you know how I feel about people putting the word co in front of a, um... We're both co. A position of... We're both co. Okay, fine. Then fuck the co. We're just both admirals. We're both admirals. Exactly. Salty Frank is the Riker, he says. I mean, it's technically a lower position, but I'd be okay with being the rear admiral. (laughs) 
we've got Admiral Bla- or Admiral Scotty, Rear Admiral Blake, uh, Captain Tibbs, and the First Mate Salty Frank. Who is fuck me? Yes, and you are the Riker. You are our studly man who gets better when he grows a beard. Exactly. Oh, man. But yeah, I got to go to the Dragon Con. I got to enjoy... See, last year I realized, like, staying on property is a lot better because you can just walk and get nasty pizza from the cafeteria and stuff Mm. like that. And then wait in a five-hour line where shit sets on fire. I'm not even lying. The Starbucks in the high... Was it the Hyatt I stayed in? No, I... Stay in the Hilton. You stayed in uh, the Hilton because when we were trying to get to you, you just said, I'm at the Hilton. There are five Hiltons in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now uh, I'm at the Hilton. I'm at the Hilton, though. Uh, yeah, I was waiting in line to get some nice Starbucks, and they had out, like, those dishes that they put out for, like, continental breakfast, but they had burgers in them. Yeah, one of them motherfuckers just set on fire. Just, I looked over, and I'm like, that bitch is on fire. And then what I watched from then was a Three Stooges routine of three people attempting to figure out how to put out a burger fire. Noise. Burger fires. BS Burger Fires. That's going to be our next thing. That's our new brand, the BS Burger Fires. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I really like, because I like like walking around Dragon Con. I don't like going, uh, other than the podcasting track, which is luckily small enough at this point where you don't have to wait in a long line unless Travis fucking McElroy's there, (laughs) in which case you might as well give up. Uh, From what I've heard, it was give-upable. It, yeah, no, the first day I went, I was lucky because I had somebody waiting in line for me, and they were literally at the front of the line. Second day, I walked down, and I was like, alright, I'll go to Travis's Q&A. Nah, fuck that. And then I went to America's Mart and then bought a whole bunch of shit, including an ocarina. My favorite part about Dragon Con was, um, the fact that I didn't go to Dragon Con, but I was in Atlanta the whole weekend. I thought my favorite part of Dragon Con was the zoo that had nothing to do with Dragon Con. I went to the... Michael and I went to the Atlanta Zoo, and it was fucking great. They have tanukis. Aww! I didn't know they had tanukis. Fuck, I should've went. I invited you. I, I think I had a panel that day. I can't remember. There's a reason I couldn't go. You were going shopping, Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> way to rub that in. I think I had something very important to do that day. Oh, I went oh. shopping, actually. <laughs> Salty Frank asks if I got Stan Lee's Ocarina of Doom. No, Stan wasn't there that this year. Stan's doing a lot less. But well, I, I think we talked about it on the show. I do still love that I'm an official superhero because my life has a Stan Lee cameo <laughs> in it. Because last year's yep. Dragon Con, I was leaving, and then a security was like, clear the way! And then Stan Lee just drives by in front of me. <laughs> like, now, well, now I have powers. I feel like Stan Lee is an embodiment of his character in the Marvel Universe in the fact that he actually is the Watcher, and he's always at cons. Yeah. He's just hidden. Mm-hmm. And, I okay... I'll have to go see All right, true believers, here I am. <laughs> Welcome, true believers. It's time to talk about uh, Marvel, and then also Teen Titans Go, because I still love that Stan Lee made a cameo in a fucking DC movie. Oh, that's uh, some but meta we are, shit. 
we I gonna have it. to go a little bit serious for a minute. Oh wait, also Excelsior, thank you, Salty Frank. We gonna have to go slightly serious because okay. I'm gonna have to publicly now announce, uh, I'm not drinking anymore. Not a joke. Oh, oh my, my boy. <laughs> I think you probably realized because the Mabim Bam show, last time we went, I got really good and yep. nice. This time, I was like, no, I'm just gonna have like a nice, I'm gonna have a sweet tea. Would you bring me a monster energy drink? And, and the reason why is cause like, I've realized I got too much fucked up shit going on in my head right now to drink. It's kinda like the mask. The Jim Carrey movie where you, when you put it on, it just kind of elevates who you are at that moment. Yeah, I do know the movie The Mask. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I didn't know if you thought I meant Mask, that one from the 80s with that fucked up ginger kid. <laughs> fucked up ginger kid. But, um, yeah, so, well, I, I realized I kind of wanted to stop drinking last week when I went to the Fozzie show that I don't, like, I remember stories, I don't remember the show. Like, I do not remember the concert itself, and I'm like, that's one of my favorite fucking bands. Kind of pisses me off that drunk me doesn't remember it. (laughs) Oh, that's actually, since we're doing a little bit of real talk here, I've been having a similar realization, and, like, I, the most that I drank in... You know, we did our whole BS Lent thing. Yeah. And that's kind of what kick-started this, because I've stopped drinking basically any during the week, because I ain't got time for that shit. Right. Um, and on the weekends, I'm very careful about when and where I decide to drink, unless it's the 4th of July, apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, but I thought you were just going to own me and be like, and I've decided to give up tater tots. Uh, they're really taking over my life. And I'm not going to do them tops no more. Now, Dr. Peppers have taken over my life and my desk. Yep. Um, But yeah, I I just, I reach this moment where I'm like, I don't like who I am when I drink. And even on nights when I, like, because I remember when I started drinking two years ago, I had kind of like a 90% good experience, 10% bad experience. Over time... That number has slowly shifted. The ratio has reversed to where it's now like ninety percent bad, ten percent good, and I'm like, I, I, uh, I think, I think I've reached it. Once I, that number reaches zero percent, which it's getting close to, is when you need to get out. So you're saying you have finally gotten over Florida? <laughs> so what you're saying is all that Florida. My my favorite thing, um, my my, my favorite thing about. Uh, that is the fact that we're planning a Florida trip maybe for October if we can get the money together. My dude, I'm like, wait a minute. Why the fuck? Why would I go to Epcot? I have no reason to go to Epcot anymore. Oh, no. There's so much I'm not going to be able to do anymore. And I love Epcot. I'm going to miss Fidgement. I can't. Oh, man. I can't imagine doing the Donald Duck ride sober anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so unfortunately this does... I will say, one thing that kept me from, like, quitting drinking permanently was... And it sounds weird, but this is how my mind works. It kind of became our brand for a while there. 
because like our logo is literally a parody of a whiskey logo. There are three recipes for cocktails in BS versus the gods where, um, you know how one time they calculated how much James Bond drank and they calculated he'd be dead in a year if he did it. Yeah. If they did that with me and you in the book, we'd be dead in a day. We'd be gone. I would have been uh, dead beforehand because my character in the book apparently robbed an entire liquor store's worth of bourbon in third grade. Oh, yeah. No, that's it's fine. Um, but anyways, yeah, and so I was just like, well, that's kind of our brand. I don't want to get rid of it, at which point I realized, like, wait a minute, I'm a fucking actor, and the books are fictional. Mm-hmm. I could just keep writing that the character Scotty Moore is an alcoholic I mean, while actual Scotty Moore is fine. You've already had that experience. You don't need it anymore. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> I can't say I'm straight edge because I'm fucking vaping up a storm on this side with nicotine. But unfortunately, this doesn't mean no more good old drunk Scotty stories. Aww. Which leads into... The final drunk sky story. Oh god, this is gonna be it. It's this it. better be what you've spent the last ten minutes setting this up, sir. <laughs> well, okay, it's because I don't want to go into it too much because it's also sad because it's where I realized I don't want to drink anymore. Like the next day, I woke up, I had an email from my dad of just like a self help thing that his company does, and he's just like, "Son, if you need help, we're here." And I'm like. Well, shit, now I gotta quit, because, like, that's some bullshit right there. Uh, uh, I yeah. would just like to point out to anyone, this is kind of how we deal with stuff normally, so don't think that we are taking any of this lightly. No, like, th- literally, it ruined my Dragon Con weekend. Yeah. Because, like, also, I got this weird, like... Not a matter of forgetfulness, but like almost like a uh, dissociation where there were moments during Dragon Con where I was like interacting and I was having fun. I was having a good time. And then later I'd look back and I was like, I had fun, but I wasn't there for it. Like I was not in my body. The body was going on while the mind was like receding. <laughs> um, so like there's yep. shit at Dragon Con where I'm like, like, that's why Mabim Bam and Taz, I didn't enjoy as much because I'm like, I'm not really here for this. I just kind of want to go home and sleep. So that it, once again, we're not taking light of it. This is just how we approach shit. But essentially, the day began, and my buddy Ben brought rum ch- a, a weird off-brand rum chata that had been left out in his car, and when we poured it, it was chunky. Oh God. Uh, and essentially for the rest of the weekend, that became the running gag of any time he took a swig of it, he kind of just fell out on the ground. He brought that and some bourbon. So to start off my Thursday, which I believe last week we brought up the fact that he was like, we're testing our limits on Thursday. I went far past mine, and I'm never coming back. Well, I think the biggest thing is, and we've talked about this before, but <clears throat> for a lot of people... This is kind of where they discover their limits and stuff um, in college and stuff. Since you were straight edge for all that, yeah. Yeah, I was straight edge all through college, so I didn't do that. And with me, it like it's the same. My my mom was like, "We have the same problem," which is where like a Blake or like an Emily or somebody will know. Like, I've had three drinks, I'm good. We keep going. 
and that's me. I know I can't stop, so I'm just like, don't even start. It's like, uh, I think somebody was talking about dieting, like, Domino Foods. Yep. Which is not Domino's Pizza, although I'm sure Domino's Pizza could be one, but it's essentially like a food where once you eat it, you ain't gonna stop. Yep. And... Honest, I've had this. I I had the same realization in college, but that was when I realized if I can't actually keep to this, because um, at one point I was just like, oh, I didn't know where to stop because there were no limits because I was young and stupid. Yeah. And then I realized if I can't keep to the lim- to my limits, then I can't ever drink again. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, then you shouldn't drink. Exactly. And so that's why I'm like. I'm out. <laughs> so we, I had a uh, Irish coffee, which was bourbon and coffee. I went to one of our friends' suites where I swear to God, they had a crate of vodka. Not a buck, a crate of fucking vodka and gallon jugs of liquor. Like this fucking beautiful miasma. And I think I had three drinks there of like Coke and rum and shit like that. And then we went to the Vortex. Oh, no. And that's where the mistakes started to happen, because, A, here was my favorite. (laughs) Our Uber driver, we couldn't figure out how to pay him, and I didn't know why. So I was like, why don't you park, come in with us, we'll buy you food, and that's the trip. That's good. He's like, all right, man, that's cool. We'll take care of that. So he came in with us, and we started eating, and we started drinking, and they (laughs) have $2 shots. Oh, no. And they aren't good. They're just like, we're going to pour some random shit into a cup and you're going to drink it. So I had a, a, a rum and coke. I'm fairly sure two $2 shots. One other drink that was like vodka. The mixer was a different vodka mixed with a different kind of vodka. And apparently I found out the next day I ordered Lagavulin and that makes me so fucking mad. <laughs> That I was not sober enough to enjoy it. But if I drank it, that does mean my last drink was Lagavulin, which makes me happy. Well, that's good. I'm sad that you won't be able to remember that, because I know how much you love it. Yeah, it's very, very good. So, this is the point in the night where, you know the John Mulaney bit about blacking out, where you your your mind goes, but your body keeps going on, and I, I have the tigers up. I've that's been there before. Ha- that's what happened. And, you know, you get, uh, uh, apparently at one point we went to a liquor store after this. I oh. don't remember it at all. I do not remember being in a liquor store, going to a liquor store, none of it. It's all blackness to me. And then apparently I refused to get back in the Uber because I wanted to walk around Atlanta some more. So they all got in with the exception of just the most beautiful human, my friend Sean who decided to stay with me to protect me because I wanted to walk back as opposed to Ubering back. Oh, boy. And I don't remember most of what happened. I don't. I remember getting back to the room and profusely apologizing and hugging everybody because I knew I fucked up. And the only moment before that I remember, and then there's, uh, I did drunk text a bunch of, uh, like, Emily and I think my parents about wanting to come home because I wasn't happy. Once again, like the fucking mask. I, I'm not, I got those depressive symptoms and put on the mask. And here's what happened. This is the only thing I remember laying down in grass 
at apparently the Georgia fucking Tech campus. No clue how I fucking got there. Laying down in grass and just crying. Sobbing my eyes out because I did not want to be there anymore. Yep. And then I woke up and then I woke up the next day. My phone was charging. So that's what I was like. I'm afraid to look at my phone. I didn't get any messages from anybody. So I had to be the one to be like, I'm so fucking sorry. I fucked up. My mind is not right. I need help. And uh, luckily, like, because my family at first had that. You're bad. Like, we have to have a talk about this. This isn't. And then once they saw that I was essentially like a puppy who got kicked down some stairs, they were like, oh, no, 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 it's okay. We're going to we're, it's we'll help. It's fine. It's like a puppy that kicks itself down the stairs. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I'm not drinking anymore. And thus ends this stage of my life, and also this stage of a load of BS, I guess. I guess we're moving into new, unfound territory. I will still be drinking bourbon regularly. <laughs> and eating tater tots. And eating tater tots. I will eat all the tater tots. You only know it's a problem if I'm eating chips on stream. Yeah. If you're eating a lot of chips, you're like, oh, Blake had some of that good good. The good, t- I've had some of that hash, and I ain't talking about tater tots. <laughs> also, speaking of the good good, you introduced me to a very good good, and that's Hattie B's fucking chicken, my dude. I fucking love Hattie B's. It's some good goddamn chicken. Oh, and we you had went. that banana pudding. I had banana pudding, which I even tweeted about because I got it, and I'm like, there's no way I can, because like, the hot chicken was very, very good. It was hot as hell, but I still enjoyed it. Mac and cheese was good, but I was also like, there's no way I can eat banana pudding. And then afterwards, I completely destroyed it. There was nothing left in there. Mm. Um, but yeah, Hattie B's, if anyone needs to go to Hattie, everyone needs to go to Hattie B's. It's going to be yep. fantastic. Oh, I, I, Michael and I, when we went to, um, we were in Atlanta too, like I said, and when we were on our way to the zoo, we decided we were going to get there the whole way through public transit. Nope. Um, so we stopped at a park and ride at one of the stations uh, for yeah. the subway. And we got on the subway. And the subway was great. I love the subway. The subway is really fun. Also, hold on. I just want to take a quick aside. Apparently, Tater Tots sent Salty Frank to the, his last hospital visit. He's a diabetes boy. What the fuck, Frank? Frank, stop eating potatoes. That is easier said than done, sir. It really is. That's like me with cheese. I'm like, I can try, but it's gonna still get in there somehow. So anyway, on the train, there are parts of it where it's elevated and where it goes by the interstate. And I was having such a fun time looking out the windows. I love looking out the windows of trains. Looking out the windows of trains is my favorite thing to do on a train. It's the only thing to do on a train. Yeah. And I saw some great things. Like, I saw... The city at work, I saw the massive spans of the interstate stretching out with cars on it. I saw several homeless encampments and even a naked man peeing. (laughs) Okay, hold on. What? What? So there was just like a dude propped up peeing? This this may have gone hand in hand with the, uh, the homeless camp that I saw, but he was completely stark naked. Okay. Standing... 
up against an overpass, and he was just going to town. Now, that's what I could have... Hold on, this is another moment I remember from drinking. That's what I could have done. But no, I refused. I knew I would get... Because apparently also people were trying to call the police on me, and Sean stopped them. So, once again, thank you, Sean! Um... And that's when I was like, oh no, I can't whip it out and just pee on something, and I can't go into a building, because then they'll know I'm drunk in public. I can't do that. So I definitely just, like, by choice, peed myself. Oh, buddy. I know, but luckily I brought three pairs of MeUndies ultra-comfortable micromodal fabric to, to change into the next thing. Hmm. Oh, see, yeah. this is why that's a good decision, what you're doing there, and I fully support you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the thing with me is the fact that now I'm going to have to readjust to what it's like being around drunk people sober, and it's kind of the worst. Like, we had a big night Sunday playing Jackbox games, and some people just kept drinking and kept getting more drunk, and I'm like, can we kick them all out? Can we destroy them all? Because I just... In case you're wondering what's the difference between drunk me and sober me, drunk me would have been like, let's go out! Let's go out to the Marriott and party! Sober me was like, can we just chill in the hotel room and watch Cutthroat ch- Kitchen all night? That's all I really want to do. I want to ch- out and brown torture chefs. Well, if anything, this is fine, because while I enjoyed the time that we spent going out to bars and stuff when we did, I also equally just wanted to go home, so... Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So, yeah, and we can still, like, go out to bars. It's just gonna be like, excuse me, can I have just ginger beer? I don't need the alcohol in it. Like, I just want the ginger beer. Give it to me. The good Which, good. By the way, we're going to Gatlinburg this weekend. I'm so fucking hyphy to get on my hands on some cock and bowl ginger beer. It's the best shit on the planet. But you know what else is the best shit on the planet, Blake? My balls. What? <laughs> That's not a good lead-in. Oh, what? shit. I'm sorry. But also our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is where you can get merch for all your favorite BS Network programs, from a load of BS to Fight Boys. That's all over there. Uh, We got shirts. We're going to probably start putting posters up on there. What would you guys like to see? I'm contemplating adding stickers, a whole lot of cool stuff. Over on merch title, I had to take our pop sockets off. We had pop sockets for like a month. <laughs> what happened to the pop sockets? Well, here's what happened. I ordered one because my phone needs a. I still don't have one on my phone, and I I desperately need a pop sock and a case, and it still has not shipped. I order it's shipped. It's still not fucking here. I ordered it like back in the beginning of July. Still not here. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want are people waiting that long. So until I can find a better place to get pop sockets from, get your shirts, posters, all that over at merch.loadedpurebs. It's one of those pure Mars pop sockets. Pure Mars from Mars. Well, Blake, that actually does lead into segment two. Because we've talked about it in the past, the BS Moon Marines. We've talked about the BS Vacation Expo in fucking Panama City Beach. Oh, I forgot about that one. That was one of the nights where I was drinking. Yeah, well, see, and also, apparently, I can't visit it, because the main crux of it was a giant fucking hotel that ran like a Pokemon gym that you had to out-drink people to get to the top of. 
But I think the most important thing of all right now is our base of operations for the BS Moon Marines. We need the BS Moon Base. We've talked about it, but we don't know what it looks like. Okay, and this is going to tie into what I did last weekend. <laughs> it's going to be a fucking escape room it's on the moon. It's a giant escape room on the moon. <laughs> but the thing is, once you escape, you're on the moon. And then you're dead. The ultimate escape room, the moon. <laughs> the only escape is death. I really do like, I like the idea of putting an escape room on the moon base, but it doesn't have to be the whole moon base, Blake. It's just a huge, it turns into a, like a video game. You have to use, pu you have to solve puzzles to escape the moon base. It's like, gamer? Is that what you're fucking tell? We got people on Earth controlling you as you go through this escape room? No, no, you control you, baby. I'm not taking that away. <laughs> okay. Um, I like the idea of, I like the idea of having one of, because uh, I'm picturing big ol' Sandy Cheeks kind of domes that we keep shit in. All right. The escape room can be in one, and I do love the idea that <laughs> the fucking escape is onto the moon with no suit. So you will... What's the theme of the escape room? The, the theme of the escape room is you're on the fucking moon. Oh! I, d I don't... <laughs> I, I don't know anything that could fit any more perfectly. I like you the idea of it almost being like, you go... Okay, no, 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 we're changing it. The escape room is underground. And it's okay. allegedly, you're going into an alien base. And the aliens are trying to kidnap you, and you have to escape before they come back. While also taking alien secrets with you. Right. And when you get out, the first thing that you see is the BS gift shop. Okay. I was about to ask what our merch would be, until I remembered... We have a fucking merch store. <laughs> Is there any uh, exclusives? Because, you know, like, there's certain things you can only get at Diagon Alley in Harry mm -hmm. Potter World. You can't order them online. What's our exclusive moon merch? Um, shirts that say, I escaped the moon. Says, I escaped the moon. There's, ex you can buy moon rocks that are signed by me and you. Mm-hmm. You get, um, moon mead. Moon mead. Uh, I also like the idea of one of those, um, like, sour straw making things where you can go around and get different flavors and put them in, except yep. it's all cocaine. All cocaine, it's all sour moon flavored cocaine. It's on the moon, so guess what? We ain't got no laws. We can give you cocaine straws. It's... <laughs> also, Salty right. Frank brings up there has to be moon pop sockets. Yep. And it's the only place you can get them because they cannot ship to Earth. Yep, it will. T if you do try to get them shipped to Earth, it will take one fiscal year. And also, they're full of cocaine. Uh huh. Okay, so wait. You arrive on the moon. You start off in the. Es okay, I like that idea. The escape room is how you get into the BS moon base. It's it's our own personal IQ test to prove that you're worth hanging in with us. Exactly. And it's then not you gonna also be. You also have to buy $100 in merchandise. <laughs> or, or, you can test your luck at the BS Casino. 
Oh, there's definitely a casino, dog. It's not even a joke. If you win enough at the casino, then you don't have to do the the merch prereqs. Yeah. And you also have the choice of doing the escape room or the casino. No, no, I like, this is the argument. You leave the escape room, you go into the casino, and by test your luck, it's called Lunar Luck is the name of the casino. You have yeah, the opportunity yeah. to win the $100 that you have to spend at the merch store. So you don't get out of the merch pre-rec. You just don't have to spend the money. <laughs> yep, I like that. Mm-hmm. And also, we operate from moon credits on the moon, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, Salty Frank also brings up that our merch or our uh, gift shop definitely has to have a fucking lo- a laser pointer that's called Moon Phases. I'm into that. Oh, fuck yeah, outer space. Fuck yes, outer space. Okay, so we've got a casino. Definitely a Dave and Buster's, right? Of course. That young is- Money. Young- What's up? What's up, Young Money in the chat? My dog. Speaking of Young Money. There's, of course, our Gringotts, which is the BS Currency Exchange. What Do we have a cool name for it, like Gringotts, or... Uh, the Moon Bank? The... <laughs> it's... T- all of it's gonna be the most uncreative shit of all time. <laughs> Welcome to Moon Dave and Busters. Would you like to go to the Moon Casino after this? Yep. Everything has to have the prefix moon. Uh-huh. Um, I think just like, I know this isn't going to be funny, but just a Walmart, <laughs> people need their things. Um, a Moon Mart, you mean? Oh, I'm sorry. Also a Moon Bucks. It's like Starbucks, but on the moon. <laughs> yep. And instead of coffee, it's just ground up moon dust and water. Yep. It tastes actually pretty good if you add a little milk to it. Yep. And cocaine. Okay, so we've got all of this. Are it, I mean, obviously there's got to be the BS hotel where we stay at the top in our yep. two executive suites all the time you know the moon tail and casino the mo- <laughs> okay so it's in the casino the moon tail and casino yep um young money brings up do we play fortnite that is actually a game in the casino you can play yep. fortnite for money exactly uh oh. Oh, Salty Frank has a good point. Run it like an old coal mining town where you're paid by the company that owns the store and the mine and your house, so they take it all from your check and basically do slave labor. Well, Frank, I was with you until you brought up the word slave labor. Well, it's kind of like it. I sold my soul to the moon store. (laughs) Uh, And that's actually how we get moon citizens. We trap them there. By Lunar the- for sailorant. <laughs> Moon rocks oh. to buy 50 cents. Actually, yeah. No, we Tom Nook those motherfuckers <laughs> into having to live on the moon to pay off their debts. Oh, man, I wish we could put, like, profanity on shirts, because there's definitely going to be a shirt on in the gift shop that just says Tom Nook those motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so what's the theme of our hotel? Is it just moon? I feel like the moon well is running a little dry here, Blake. I don't... You know what it needs to be? Yeah. P. 
Pizza Planet theme. No, that's the pizza shop. We the have pizza a pizza shop store. It's called Pizza. I don't yep. think they're called pizza stores. I'm never like I'm gonna pop down to the pizza store and pick up a uh, a pizza. I think it is now. Oh man. Oh man, young money, you said we smell bad. That's so offensive. How oh. dare you? You don't like the smell of pizza? Yeah, man. Pizza Planet is the best. Eat one. Oh, not man. a pizza. We're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to actually uh compete with Domino's because they already own land on the moon. Wait, is that legit? hold on, what the fuck? Is that legit? That Domino's owns Moonland? <laughs> I think so. Oh man, I know it's called the BS Moon Base, but fucking Moonland is such a good name. That's our opponent is Moonland, and it's owned by Dolly Parton. I don't know why, and also Domino's. <laughs> oh, I think well, Dolly Parton owns everything that's good and has land in it. Yep. Are we gonna Are we gonna have a Dolly Parton themed moon show? No. You know. I was thinking about putting in our own theme park, but I think that we're gonna get close into opposite attractions territory at that point. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, we do need a theme park. I guess me and Jim could come up with a. Th- oh fuck! I just now realized we're doing season fourteen of opposite attractions or season four of opposite attractions soon, and uh, yes, the fucking moon park is gonna happen. Yeah, you bet. All right, so we've got all that. We got our hotel. What else do you need in a moon? Oh wait, we do need the the Armada place, like uh, the place where the BS Moon Marines actually operate out of. It's actually. Can we actually just have a fleet of spaceships? Yeah, how the fuck do you think we're gonna get people to? We don't have Star Trek transporter technology. Oh no, yeah, those two. I just I mean warships. Oh, <laughs> so we can eventually take this battle to Earth. So, going back to the conversation we started this show with, I don't think that we're now admirals. I think we're both Darths. Darth Blake. I'm the Moon Darth. And no, you're the Rear Darth. Rear Darth <laughs> Blake. Darth. Oh God, yes. Also, uh, Salty Frank had a, uh, has a great one, which is we have moon pie snack machines everywhere, except we couldn't get a deal with American moon pies, so we have to call them the Canadian name Wagon Wheels. So everyone's oh. like, you could have called them moon pies, it makes perfect sense. Nope. No, we couldn't have the sponsorship deal, dude. No, we got Wagon Wheels, and for some reason, Jaffa Cakes, like tons of Jaffa Cakes. Oh my boy, there's gonna be so many Jaffa Cakes, are you kidding me, on our moon base? <laughs> You damn skippy. Um, okay. Definitely everything we've said, I think a podcasting stage has to be there. Of course. It's um, gonna be on the main stage at the concourse in the, uh, the Moontel. The Moontel. Okay, the Moontel, the, the no-tell Moontel is really our main draw, I think. And oh, then yeah. everything else is just kind of there. We'll eventually hold conventions on the moon. There's also, uh, well, MoonCon 2019. MoonCon. <laughs> Oh shit, I just now realized we have to have a wrestling arena. You're goddamn right we do. Because could you imagine the fucking 900 flip in the air moonsault someone could pull off in moon gravity? 
Oh, man. Yep, I remember Flip fucking Gordon was here once. <laughs> and he flipped so far that he flipped out of the atmosphere of the moon. He flipped back to the earth onto another wrestling mat. <laughs> yeah, that definitely has to happen. I really do love this fucking moon. I d- now... Are we going to go moon-themed for the hotel, or are we just randomly going to bring in, like, also, it's themed after Caesar. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? It's like, what's that got to do with the moon? Hmm? <laughs> Hold on. I want to go to the chat real quick. Because <laughs> Captain Tibbs just fucking owned this dude. <laughs> Young buddy, I know you're asking for, asking how you could donate. Your presence is all I need. I got a disease called Lugma. Captain Tibbs, really? I got one called Ligma. <laughs> oh fuck, that's just like Updog, man. That's so that's so good. Damn it, Tibbs. Um, Ligma now, butt. Now does Captain Tibbs have a? Oh shit. I don't know what? how we're gonna pull it off, but can our fucking airships? not be shaped like like star destroyers and shit instead they're shaped like actual pirate ships i think that's honestly the way that when we build spaceships they're all going to be built like pirate ships <laughs> which once you get on the deck is going to be a problem unless you're in a spacesuit and also there's a gravitational field yeah. around the spaceship it's all right they'll have domes around that part it's fine <laughs> Um, okay, so what's our fleet? We've got the SS Tibja. This. Mmm. The SS Moon Tibs. The the Bonin, the Pimpin, the Bone and the Santa Maria. <laughs> nice. I like it. I think we need to have some named after um we're gonna have a party barge. Oh wait, and hold it's on. gonna That's- be that's the last one. It's not the Santa Maria. I was wrong. It's actually called the fucking Margarita. <laughs> oh, I was just going to call it the Flare Heart. The f- Yes! Woo! Big man, come up to the moon. Woo! We are getting on the Flare Heart. And we're going to fly this baby around to the dark side. Woo! <laughs> um... I think that the flagship of the BS, of the Moon Marines fleet, though, the one that leads all into battle is the, uh, SS Thunderbird. Ah. Ah, that was. Ah. A bit the hell, man. That's, uh, me, General T. Thunderbird of the BS Moon Marines. Mm-hmm. Got a new fucking job. Man, Young Money is like having a fucking seizure in the chat trying to get it. You suck, not. Okay. JK. Nerds. I love this guy. I love Young I love Money. Young you're Money. dope, dude. Young Money getting it. Um yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing, and I yeah. I think I'm about to reveal how little I know about astronomy. But Blake Does the same side of the moon always face us? Or does it rotate? Cause if so, there's gonna be a real problematic time when for like five fucking years we're on the dark side of the moon, just like shit's dark, fam. I think no, I think the the moon rotate. Well, wait, 
Is the moon in geosynchronous orbit? Is that what it would mean for the moon to be constantly doing that? So, because I've heard shit like that before, like you're always looking at the same side of the moon. Yeah, that would be geosynchronous orbit. So that means that the same side is always. We would have to build it on the on the good side of the moon. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing, is fucking Domino's, I think, already has part of it. So we're gonna be stuck on some part. Also, I really like the idea that we buy... That just... We buy, like, a 100,000 acres of land. Only, like, a 1,000 is used for our place. The rest of it is all used to build a sign that says, Fuck these nerds, in an arrow pointing to the Domino's on the moon. Yep. We're actually going to need to create lasers, like Star Wars, so we can build, like, draw stuff in the moon. Now, wait. (laughs) Yes, like that episode of The Tick. We have to draw shit in the moon. Oh. Man, Young Money is just having a fucking seizure at this point, I think. (sighs) Young Money, be careful. (laughs) Yeah! Young buddy, be careful, because you have two boys with hammers ready to c- carry them down. You be- you get funny. You better get funny. <laughs> you better get funny, boy. Welcome to A Lot of BS, the only show that actively antagonizes its listeners. Is this what happens? I There are plenty of shows that do that. Mm-hmm. Just most podcasts don't stream like this. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, no. Young Money's got to go. Well, that's a shame, because I was going to tell him to go to patreon.com slash a load of BS and donate. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you can go to support the entire BS network. From opposite attractions to fun fiction, support all of us. And, of course, you get access to our exclusive Discord, which I realized while recording fun fiction that literally no one else on the network has access to yet. So I need to add that soon you get access to our discord and you get shouted out on the podcast of your choice every single week for instance we've got our bs moon marines in the form of miss jenny side deborah moore scott moore all of our favorites they're donating over at patreon.com slash a load of bs and you should too which now leads us to a, a re a revisitation of what was quite possibly the greatest conversation we fucking had over Dragon Con weekend. Oh boy. Because, Blake, I'm a thoroughbred. That's what she said in the back of my truck bed. As, oh shit, Young Money didn't leave! Oh, he really got us good! Whoa! This is some fucking, like, cliffhanger shit. Um, well... So, I think that you mean, I'm a thoroughbred, that's what she said in the back of my problematic truck bed. Yeah, we're not gonna go into the problematic part. We Hey, look, if we want to get problematic, we could bring up the other conversation we had, which was basically me and Blake finding new ways to say the word come over 20 minutes. Within that 20 minute time, I've said the word come more than I have in the rest of my life combined. Yeah, And that's when... If there's if there is um, demand for it, we'll revisit it. Yeah, but if there's a demand for people to hear us talking about come for twenty minutes, 
Son, you know there might be. Um, but uh, what we're, of course, discussing is the greatest song in the history of America, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy by oh, Big and Rich. Good, because I thought you were about to say the greatest song in the world, and that's not true. No. Um, but here's the thing, man. I thought it'd be funny to go to Rap Genius and, like, read the funny shit people have said. There's really not a lot. Like, for instance, um, all that I see, and the girls say, save a horse, ride a cowboy. This phrase refers to a sexual position in which the female is on top riding the partner. Determining from their attitude within the song, this expert, this excerpt is used as a pickup line by the artists. No, it's fucking not. And then underneath it, they put a gif of a dude riding a horse. Uh, no, I like that. I like people... I think they should add more gifs into um, their rap genius descriptions. Oh my god. This guy has gone insane. I would... Uh, the, li- the lyric, I wouldn't trade old Leroy or my Chevrolet for your Escalator, your freak parade. I'm the only John Wayne left it. They only wanted to speak about one line, and that's my Chevrolet for your Escalade. The Chevrolet Silverado and the Cadillac Escalator, both based on the same platforms, the GMT-800-820-840, GMT-900, and K2XX. Though the Silverado is a pickup and the Escalade is an SUV, the Escalade shares most of its mechanical parts with the Chevrolet Tahoe GMC Yukon SUV. While it's unclear if the writers knew this when the song was written, it clearly underscores their intent to show the narrative character's choice to avoid spending unnecessary money on something with a luxury image when underneath it's the same simple work truck. Then again, on a more tent- He goes on for this shit, dude! Man, you had a whole Saturday to devote to this, didn't you? Good work, Brunsworks. Oh no, he went again! (laughs) I'm the only John Wayne left in this town. Brunsworks comes back. One hopes he doesn't take this too literally, as Wayne once said in an interview, I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. You know what? I actually, based on what we've read about Big and Rich, they may actually be taking this literally. Yo. He just runs down how fucking racist John Wayne is, and that's it. He doesn't explain the lyric. Well... You know, at that point, I do hope he is the only John Wayne left in this town. Yeah. Because that means as soon as he leaves, things would get better. Yeah, exactly. But I do like the, uh, I do like the phrase, I I, I do like when I look at the rap genius lyrics, everything's in, like, you know, normal writing, low caps, except for the intro, where they have written in all caps, dum did dum did dum did dum did da da <laughs> As if they come on and like screamo yell it into a microphone like dum, 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 dum. Uh, the, my favorite disturbed break in an entire song. But Blake, I think it's now our job to be the rap genius. Oh shit, is chat going? Cause I've been looking at big and rich lyrics this whole time. Oh, only a little bit. Uh, just a bit. It's uh, just Tibbs. Just Tibbs going off. So I think we need to oh, be... Oh, the- he actually wrote that part in all caps. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he gave us a little bit. dum da da dum da da dum Yeah. Um, but I think we need to be the rap geniuses here, breaking down the lyrics of this song. Ahem. Well, I walk into the room, passing out hundred dollar bills. bills. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love the quiet Blake rec- 
counting it behind me like a wistful lover remembering a day in the summer. Ah, uh, yes, I remember both... when it killed and it thrilled like the horns on my Silverado grill. Now, this is kind of, like, because the later lyric where he's talking about trading, I wouldn't trade. And I wouldn't trade old Leroy or your Chevrolet for my Escalade. See, well, though, here's the thing. That's him being like, no, I'm just a small town boy. I don't like to show off. I don't need anything. Meanwhile, the beginning of the song is like, I pimp into the barn and just toss out this shit, baby. <laughs> I'm ha- passing out $100 bills. Or per- Wait, hold on. I think I know what this is. This is secretly a religious song because they're not actually $100 bills. They're those kind of $100 bills that look like bills from the outside, but when you open it, when you open it, it's just like the real treasure is in Jesus. I give Jesus 10%. I don't know why I should give you 15 mm-hmm. <laughs> I buy the bar a double round of... He's really just showing off. I buy the bar a double round of crown. Everybody getting down. And this town ain't never gonna be the same. He's ready to fuck shit up. I would love to know why this obvious band of Texas boys is buying people crown, which is a Canadian whiskey. Yeah. Well, no, and I, let me tell you something. I don't want my brand to be compared to those boys, okay? Canada Charlie out. It was the well. This was the well whiskey at this bar was crowned. They're like, that's the cheapest you got. There's nothing you got in the back. Like, please, fuck it, fine. Crown for everybody, I guess. I mean, you have to import that shit. You gotta import it. Come on, man. Okay. Now, here's where we get the backstory of this guy going into the bar. I saddle up my horse, and I ride into the city. I make a lot of noise. noise Because the girls, they are so pretty. I just love this concept of this guy seeing, like, a really hot girl and just being like, Ah! And this is the fucking, this is the fucking chorus. Yeah, they're just like, Big, what's wrong? Uh, He saw another pretty girl, so he made a lot of fucking noise. I mean, he was very obnoxious. Riding up and down Broadway on my old stud Leroy. This motherfucker's riding a horse down Broadway. I've not been to New York in a while. That's a busy-ass street. Yep. And maybe the horse is in the limo with them. It's big, rich, and a fucking horse in the back of a limo. And um, the horse's head is definitely sticking out of that sunroof. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, it is big, rich, and fucking Leroy. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot his name for a minute. <laughs> Riding up down Broadway on my old stud Leroy, and then I say, Is that Lin-Manuel Miranda? I love Hamilton. That's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Is Hamilton. Aha, 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 aha. I would love if this entire song was nothing but them walking down Broadway on a horse just thinking they see celebrities, but they're not particularly sure. And then I say, is that guy, is that the guy from SVU? Not Ice-T. That's the guy from SVU. Um, now, Blake, I know we're usually a clean comedy podcast. Clean as a newborn baby's butthole. But I'm gonna have to go a little blue for this next line. 
Well, I don't give a dang about nothing. I'm singing and bling blinging while the girls are drinking. Long necks down. Now, one would argue that by the fact that he said dang, which in itself is a, a censorship of the word damn, that he does give a dang about cursing. Well, he does later talk about fucking a woman in a truck, so I don't think he cares that much, but... But, yeah, I'm fine with it. I still, I mean, he's trying to sound like a country boy, but he is talking about bling-blinging. This is on par with, like, honky-tonk badonka donk of, I'm just a country boy. But also, I like to get down with the ladies and bling-bling. <laughs> you all right there, buddy? Yeah. Did the bling-bling get you? I got bling down, way down my throat. <laughs> I got bling to the throat. At which point we come to, I wouldn't trade old Leroy or my Chevrolet for your Escalade. Who would fucking trade a horse for an Escalade? It's just like, uh, who's got that Stardew Valley life where they're like, ah, oh, the city life's too much for me. I need a horse. I'll give uh, you this entire car for it. Does what he, is... Are you looking uh, up okay. the market price for a horse? Oh, uh, no, I just wanted to see what an Escalade looks like so I could say... I wouldn't trade a horse for... Well, that joke left me. <laughs> Comedy legend Blake Tanner, ladies and gentlemen. The man who shoved a horse into a limousine. And I wouldn't trade old Leroy for an actual truck, because he's a whore... Oh, Leroy broke his leg. I'm gonna have to terminate him. Well, what was bad is when this guy crashed his Chevrolet, he shot it with a shotgun and then sold the tires to make glue. He was very confused. <laughs> He's like, this uh, is what you're supposed to do, right? Yep. Contaminated the whole glue stock for Wilton County. Yep, unfortunately. And now, Blake, we get down to... The chorus comes in again, and now we're on to... Easily, the best verse... In any fucking song to ever exist. The verse that spawned this whole conversation. The verse that spawned everything. <clears throat> Wait a minute, I just, hold on, let me read the lyric, but I want to give you a connection. I'm a thoroughbred, that's what she said in the back of my truck bed. What if this is not written from the perspective of big or rich? But Leroy? Leroy! This is the horse coming. Because it says I'm a thoroughbred. Leroy's a thoroughbred, probably. That changes the whole rest of this fucking lyric. <laughs> As I was getting buzzed on suds on some backcountry road. Okay, first of all, you are giving your horse suds, which will buzz him, so I assume they're alcoholic, which is irresponsible. Look, Leroy makes his life choices. We don't control it. He's also, a fucking horse. The also, only thing he chooses is where to graze. And he's grazing on fucking Miller High Life right now. <laughs> also, I do love this concept. Big and rich, they're not there, so they can't control what Leroy does. He's only here with his with his main bitch, Sabrina. Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina the teenage bitch. Um, okay. So, uh, uh, we were flying high, fine as wine, having ourselves a big and rich time. Now, see, oh. this is this is where I think it's Leroy. He said the name. He said the name, though. He said the name of the band. He did say it. He did say "Big and Rich." 
But Big and Rich, they wouldn't refer to themselves in the first person like that, because then they'd sound like crazy assholes. So that's why Leroy's just like, we're having a time like Big and Rich would. We're having a Big and Rich time. I'm still a fucking horse, and I'm drunk in the back of a truck bed. There we go. And I was going just about as far as she'd let me go. Oh, wait a minute! Save a horse, ride a cowboy! This next lyric is, like, probably Rich, I think, coming in and cock-blocking Leroy. Ooh! Because... Save a horse, ride a ride cowboy! Ride a cowboy. Ooh, so because... This, his last line, this is Leroy's last line, I was going just about as far as she'd let me go, because he respects women, and he's like, I know boundaries. Well, no, because she was already riding the horse home to see Mr.'s Big and or Rich. Oh! <laughs> Hold on! No, I love this scene, where, uh, firstly, it's definitely raining. She walks inside to go have herself her own big and rich time. Meanwhile, fucking Leroy is out staring in from the window outside as, like, rain pours down. (laughs) It's just like, I wish. Uh, Okay, so fucking Leroy's, I will remember you on the outside of the window (laughs) with rain pouring down. Meanwhile, on the inside, big and rich are beginning on to the next verse, which is... Both of them? Yes, it's both of them. Oh, that's, no. That's half the reason Leroy's so sad. He's like, I thought she was a respectful woman. But no, she'll just do this. It's like chasing Amy, but with a horse. Horse. I wanted to... I was hoping she would fuck me a horse. <laughs> chasing Amy except instead of a normal thing where it's like a guy having a crush on a lesbian it's a horse having a crush on a woman who does not fuck horses um uh her evaluation of my cowboy reputation had me begging for salvation all night long uh huh now at this point this sounds like they already fucking it really does cause mm. like begging for salvation no, no. Begging for salvation, me. Also, I'm looking at Lyric Genius right now, and um, it, it's it does have it written as begging's for slavation. <laughs> You're on a different website than me, but oh god, uh, begging's um, begging's for begging strips all night long. Now he wouldn't be begging if he'd already gotten the things. Oh, okay. So salvation is the coming together of man and big and oh it's the coming of something it's the coming together of woman and big and rich and the coming yeah Uh, i can't i'm sorry i just keep going back to it don't (laughs) now we're combining both conversations had me begging for salvation all night long so blake so blake when you're trying to seduce a woman i know me and you we've read the fucking rules of the game the things about seducing women, nagging, and all that. So what's your first step when you're well, trying to get down and dirty? Before I before I answer that, um, I didn't know this was as widely spread because um, I never knew what this lyric said until we pointed it out the other night in the car. Oh, yeah. So you know what I'm going to do? To get your woman? Yeah. So I took her out, gigging frogs. <laughs> For people who aren't southern as fuck, 
gigging frogs is, of course, the process of going out with a pokey stick and stabbing wild animals <laughs> a until... pokey stick! <laughs> and stabbing innocent creatures until they're dead. So he was just like, I'm begging for salvation. I need to get this woman in bed. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna go fuck this frog up! I'm gonna go out and gig that frog. I mean, they do it with these fucking huge... Like, long-ass forks. Yeah, dude, it's horrifying. And he was just like, this is how I'm gonna finally get Sabrina in bed. Uh, I took her out gigging frogs, introduced her to my old bird dog, which, oh man, could you imagine how Leroy feels about this? Is the fact that, well, I mean, I guess she already knows Leroy, but the fact that he's like, this is my dog, he means everything, he's so important to me, and then meanwhile, Leroy's outside still, I will remember you. Oh, what's your dog's name? Leroy. What? (laughs) (laughs) Kicks in the window. And then I sang her every Willie Nelson song I could think of. Let's see. How many Willie Nelson songs get pulled up from uh, this, and how problematic they are? Willie fucking Nelson? None of them, because he's Willie goddamn Nelson. I was just trying to... Well, there is one called Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die. Son, there is nothing problematic about that. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, like, if you sung her, like, Always On My Mind, On The Road Again, Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys... Hold on! I don't... There's one song he skipped over. I don't think he would have sang Mama Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys because that's a whole song about saying cowboys suck dick. Guess what? We've learned through this whole song, if nothing else. He is a cowboy that needs to be rogue. I... You know what? I think that he just doesn't know... He didn't think of that song. (laughs) Yep. Um, And then, of course... The proverbial line, but I'm, I'm gonna build up to it. So I took her out gigging frogs, introduced her to my old bird dog, and I sang her every Willie Nelson song I could think of. And we made love! <laughs> it's literally just like, we fucked so hard! And then we fucked! <laughs> we fucked! And, and I um... saddled up my horse! Like, he goes right into it. It's like, Big, you gotta wait a minute before, dude. You gotta have, like, a cold down. No, he don't. This is the cigarette. Afterwards. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I still love, I, poor fucking Leroy, man. I want Leroy's story. I want to write a fanfic about Leroy and what happened. And you know what? He... He goes back into the chorus where he talks about riding up and down Broadway on his old stud Leroy. He does it again. Exact. Well, no. Here's what I like. First time he does it. <laughs> I don't know why. I know horses' faces don't really make a lot of emotions, but I like Leroy is to pimp it along with him, and he's real happy, and he's like, "Yeah, we're on Broadway." And then on the like the second one, he sees uh, Sabrina, and he goes after her, and then brings her back to Big and Rich's house third one which is after he gets his woman stolt he looks really sad as they're walking up broadway and big and richard is like tossing fucking hundred dollar bills and leroy's just like why i will always remember you my woman because i have <laughs> <laughs> 
I know it doesn't make sense because Sabrina's the woman, but I do love the idea of Leroy galloping and then getting shoved up into the air and held for the <laughs> I've had the time of my life part. Oh, God. God yes. bless Leroy. I wouldn't trade old Leroy. <laughs> I wouldn't trade him for anything. Oh, my Chevrolet for your Escalade, you piece of shit. Fuck your Escalade. Oh, so Blake Tanner, it's been an episode. What did you learn this week? I learned that the only way that we could get people to stay on the moon is to Tom Nook those motherfuckers. Tom Nook those motherfuckers! And I learned that life's gonna be better without alcohol. And I will remember you. And then we fuck! (laughs) We fuck! Oh, so Blake, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A. And as uh, I've been uh, advertising for the last week or so. And if you are in the Birmingham area, anywhere close by, I'm going to be in a show, in a theater, in a play, called The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. It is at Birmingham Festival Theater. Um, search Birmingham Festival Theater on your local Google. I also, I also like Salty Frank's trying his best to defend Gig and Frogs. He's like, we call it Gig and Frogs when we catch them by hand. Nah, motherfucker, you get a giant-ass pokey stick and you shove that bitch in. That's what gigging. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O, and make sure to buy all my books on Amazon, the Quizzle Corp Trilogy, BS vs. the Gods, or go to audibletrial.com slash BSnetwork, and you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible, and get Quizzle Corp or Quizzle Corp Risen, BS vs. the Gods is definitely coming out this month, I promise. I've said that for three months in a row, but this time I mean it. It's actually all edited and exported, I just have to upload it. I so, meet it. So check that out. Check out all the other products at a load of purebs.com. And of course, if you want to support, you can over at Patreon or on our official merch page, merch.iloadofpurebs. So make sure to check that out. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, leave a review. Every single little bit we can give helps, ladies and gentlemen. The more you give, the bigger we grow, and the bigger we grow, the more likely we can have a live show at DragonCon next year where everyone can hang out, and Blake will give everyone whiskey. Depending on when the show is, I'm, I'm gonna, I will talk to Charles and be like, you know if you put a load of BS on, it has to be after 10 o'clock, because that's when the swearing can begin. Oh, there's no way we could do this without Safe Harbor. <laughs> We're trying our best the whole time, and then we're just like, Welcome to come. Fuck, no, shit, I'm sorry, C- come. shit, damn it, I keep saying it. So, oh, shit, god, c- oh, fuck. Ah, oh, shit, fuck, come. damn it. Oh, god, come it. And as always, you can follow us at alodapurebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.alodapurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, donate to the Patreon, and remember you can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week.